0: Greek philosopher Aristotle once said, the whole was greater than the sum of the parts. In 2007, Sam Raimi added 2 plus 2 and got Spider-Man 3. It has just about everything that you can possibly think of and more. Uh, It has two and a half love triangles, too many villains, too many themes, and too many dance numbers for some reason. Essentially, Sam Raimi decided to sit in his office and throw a handful of darts at the wall of themes. Every single one of those stuck. So every single one of those ended up in this movie. Um, It's a crowded elevator for a man who's a spider, uh, but we're really excited about this. Uh, So strap in, folks. We're talking Spider-Man 3. That every episode, and it's true. I love that theme song so much. I love it, love it, love it. Me too. Um, <laughs> uh, well, welcome, welcome everybody to the Be Kind Rewind. Uh I, I'm your I'm your boy Joey. Uh with me. Today I am very super excited to have uh my special guest. A little bit different format today. It's just me and a guest. Uh, we went from three guests to two guests to me to now we're going back to one and but we have a lot of we're gonna have a lot of fun uh I, I, uh our, my guest today is a model she's an activist she is an ally she will be performing in the upcoming Gem court country show uh you can find her online known as hope chest she is my good friend carissa sutton chris thank you so much for being here today
1: oh
2: hi guys (laughs) how's it going
0: oh we're doing voices oh this is gonna be fun (laughs) oh yeah i (laughs) i make random
2: noises all the time constantly i'm in my own little world and i forget that i do them and so and so when i do them and people giggle i'm like oh yeah there's people there (laughs) here we are (laughs) and i'm totally fine with everybody laughing at me because it's a very entertaining thing and if you're laughing you're not crying
0: that's right if you're not laughing you're not living uh carissa thank you so much from a personal level for being i
2: right am here, so, so stoked you have no idea
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were really excited i am excited i'm still uh, excited when i got a hold of you to see if you want to be on the show and we decided on spider-man 3 now tell me you didn't you hadn't seen spot you hadn't no. seen the movie no, at no all. I, haven't,
2: I haven't seen the third one I, I watched the first one and the second one um the first one i remembered completely the second one yeah that's a big name yeah movie. right and the second one um once i watched it again i was like oh yeah yep remember that one mm-hmm. now and so I was like, well, we're going to watch three and see how this goes. And so I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm transported back to the, the graphics of 2007. And I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah.
0: May 4th, 2007, uh, Spider-Man 3 was made for about $250 million. A huge chunk of change. Uh, yeah. A huge chunk of change. But not too big by uh, uh, Marvel blockbuster standards. Uh, with that, they made eight hundred and ninety million dollars. So they pretty much tripled, almost quadrupled their money. Yep. Um, at its time, it was the highest grow. It was the highest grossing Spider-Man movie before Spider-Man: Far From Home, and it was the highest grossing movie there for a while um, until it was taken out by Pirates of the Caribbean: At World's End. Not, I want to say like the highest grossing ever, but. It was way up there for uh, some uh, May releases.
2: Oh, yeah. I can believe it. Mm-hmm. I believe it.
0: And wow, what a stacked movie. I <laughs> want to kind of unpack this for just <laughs> oh a little gosh. bit. Uh, for those of you who haven't uh, seen Spider-Man 3 for a while, what struck me, and I- I'm really curious what your thoughts are on this, what struck me when I watched it, because I had seen it when it came out, I had seen it here or there, I was familiar with it, is for one, how the CGI... They're, 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 some of the scenes, like if you look close, is like, yep, that's kind of cartoony. But for one, it it's aged fairly well, and I'm. This is just my opinion. I feel like it's aged pretty well, and it's not as bad as it's remembered. People who saw it when it came out in 2007, because you hadn't, no, no, because you not. hadn't. Uh, people who hadn't seen it uh, then, you know, who had seen it back then, it's a jo- it's a joke played out in Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. They make fun of Spider-Man Three in that movie, and it's not as bad as as people remember. It's not an amazing movie. It's not an amazing Spider-Man movie, <laughs> but it's not it, it's not as terrible as as it's portrayed as. Now, I want to hear your thoughts on what you thought of Spider-Man
2: Three. I didn't and, hate it. I actually kind of enjoyed it. It was, I mean, there was watching at it, or watching it from. 2019 eyes and looking at mm-hmm. myself when I was when it was 2007 so I was 20 okay years old at that time so Fair I'm on. like looking back at, at my life at 20 and my now my life at 32 and I see things completely different a lot of the themes in it were you know well I want to oh, get married goodness. and I want to you know this <laughs> uh, all this you know all this kind of stuff and I'm, I'm watching it I'm watching it through 2019 eyes fresh eyes cuz I've never seen it before and so I'm just sitting here watching it like no That's not, you don't, you don't put your wife first. You put yourself first, then you can put your wife and then we can, you know, there's that theme there, but Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sitting there watching it. I didn't hate it. I definitely had to watch it and be like, "It's 2007. It's 2007," because (laughs) nobody has any cell phones. I'm like, "Just call Mary Jane, and she won't be mad at you," and (laughs) you know. And then I was, "Oh wait, they don't have cell phones. I mean, they do, but they're just not as prevalent in mm -hmm. this now. They
0: weren't used as narrative devices in movies.
2: Right? Exactly. It wasn't. You know, it was. I don't even know if they had." Car phones at that point, but anyway. <laughs> so I'm, just I'm pretty again. sure they had car phones. They might have. <laughs> <laughs> well, where was his scooter phone? I don't know. His scooter phone. Figure your life. I'm sure. On, the, I'm sure. Damn. I'm
0: sure he had a. a I'm sure the, go- <laughs> the the new goblin had a, a cell phone on the ground he got from his dad. <laughs> what do you what do you call him? The baby, go-
2: go- baby goblin. Baby goblin. Baby goblin.
0: Yeah. You're gonna well, cry. Uh, it's, it's not as bad as in the toys. He was named Harry Goblin. Oh god. <laughs> oh
1: lord. <laughs> hairy green goblin
0: a hairy green goblin <laughs> sounds
2: like the worst hallo- worst halloween costume ever <coughs> which i will be now be on halloween this year Guys, a, you heard goblin. it your first
0: that's just my everyday costume <laughs> <laughs> but you're not green no that's true
2: you're not really a goblin because you're a very nice person so i don't
0: oh, know. So so, uh, so back to Spider Man Three. Although I would love to have that. <laughs> so, what you guys talk about on the podcast this week? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> you want to hear? You want to hear? She so told me all the nice things that she. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there. Uh, you mentioned real briefly on the themes, and holy smokes, there are lots of them, and almost every other scene has. something Something if you were to just stop the movie at that moment and just dissect what they talk about yeah or even just mention and then move on to the next scene after you've given a thought it's there's some moments of deepness to this it
2: it very much is very much is and there were so many different plots happening oh and so the the cool thing about that though is, you know, this hour was a little over two hours, or movie was a little over two hours long.
1: Yep.
2: And I'm watching this, and then there's next next scene happens, and I'm like, what the hell? Where are we? And I felt like I was watching, like, a very, very, very condensed version of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Where we have 19 different plots going, but we're like, okay, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. Mm -hmm. And then they intersect, and then they don't intersect. And then, oh, we're both the villains are best friends now, and, like, all over this place. It's
0: very much like a – I was talking to Brett earlier – It's very much like an entire um, MCU phase in one movie. Yeah. Because they bring in new characters. They bring in old characters from previous films. They continue arcs, uh, story arcs from the other films, uh, present new romantic interests, three villains. Yeah. uh, New Goblin, Hobgoblin, Green Goblin 2, Hairy Goblin, whatever you want to call him, (laughs) has many different names. And then you also have Sandman, played by Thomas Hayden Church, Flint Marko, and then you also have Venom. Now, from what I've understood and what has happened was that the original story was just Flint Marko and Green Goblin. There was no Venom in it.
2: Yeah. Um, I was a little confused by that storyline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, you have Sam Raimi, who grew up reading Silver Age comics mostly, and a lot of his favorite Spider-Man characters are the older versions, the older villains. That's why you had Dr. Octopus in the second one. That's why it was the Green Goblin to begin with, Mm -hmm. which, on a side note, I really like the way they they trans how they made it a real-world thing, although it looked kind of goofy. It kind of looked like a a Power Rangers bad guy (laughs) (laughs) from the first one, but... It made sense. And you can yeah. see the same themes going through all the Marvel movies now. Like, oh, okay, yeah. so you can't have – it just looks weird. So how about we do this to at least make it look like Green Goblin? But even then, uh, Will, William Dafoe looks like a goblin. Uh, yeah, and, that's absolutely 100% true. <laughs> so it, it, it totally makes sense.
2: Yeah. Well, and William Dafoe is just fantastic as it oh, is. Oh, he's, he's absolutely you know, amazing he's... in everything. Oh, everything
0: he does. That classic um, uh, William Dafoe uh, – meme from Facebook where I'm something of a scientist myself came from that first Spider-Man movie. There's so many good memes that came out of these movies.
2: I think one of my favorite Willem Dafoe moments, I'm sorry to defer, but it's when, uh, I think it's Stan Lee and he's in the elevator and he's like, Willem Dafoe! Willem Dafoe! Have you ever seen that? Oh yeah, I'll send it to you I'm going to have to watch (laughs) that. I don't remember where I've seen it, but I've seen it somewhere and it is hilarious. And Anyway,
0: Hope I wonder if it's like a deleted scene from. It very Man well, might, I don't know Spider where Man it came too.
2: from. I don't know, but I've seen <laughs> it and it's hilarious. It might not be Stanley. Don't quote me, but it's some old white dude in an elevator.
0: This probably happens to him all the time. Anyway. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I did. I did love Stanley's uh, cameo in the second and the third yeah, one. Yeah, it, it was a good one. It was a good one. Love the first, the second one. He's he's saving a woman, and then and then this one he's you know talking and i'm like yay my yeah. buddy mm-hmm. i might it's have nice shed a little bit of again. a tear i know right? it's always
0: nice to see him and he'll always be a good presence in our lives i'm oh. really happy that we have that um and then so uh avi Ared, i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name right was the head of marvel for a very long time and he's a head of sony i believe i'm probably butchering this and i'm wrong if you are listening to this at home and you care enough please message me or post on facebook your thoughts on this because i'm sure i'm butchering the the, the roles and stuff, but uh, he was a a toy executive who made it into doing the films for like the Sony Marvel movies. So basically the Spider-Man movies. And you can, and he was the one that was pushing for Venom. And Sam Raimi didn't want to do Venom because he didn't find him interesting on a personal level because it wasn't, uh, Venom came about in the 90s, the late 80s and 90s and Sam Raimi was way out of, of, the comics at that point he was off doing uh evil dead and things like that, that so bruce it was, campbell real... was in this movie? yeah that's why he's been <laughs> in these movies uh which a side note from what i've read too that uh, if they were gonna go forward with the fourth one it was gonna be bruce campbell was gonna actually going to be revealed as the villain for the fourth
2: one. i would have loved that storyline so much
0: he was supposed to play mysterio he would have played Mysterio. He
2: would have been so good, especially oh. considering his cameos in these past oh, couple. Oh yeah, ones. they're great.
0: Yeah. They're great. Now Bruce Campbell's amazing. I would watch I'd watch a two hour movie of, of, of Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell eating a sandwich and reading the phone book out loud. <laughs> and that's that's a, my favorite movie. <laughs> Bruce, tongue and tongue. Um so oh so he wasn't really into having venom in the movie, so he kind of I, I, I want to say he probably uh, self-sabotaged it then. So we went and found like the most non-threatening person ever. So they went and got Foreman <laughs> <laughs> and made him Eddie Brock, who uh, you'd mentioned you mentioned earlier today of Eddie from Venom, the, the move, the standalone yeah. movie they made last yeah. year with Tom Hardy. That's Eddie Brock is a big, tough brute,
2: Yeah, not
0: Foreman. Right. And, and so – it is interesting that that's the direction that they went and I see why so...
2: they did. I see where they're going with it. I mm-hmm. really do. And and I don't I don't absolutely hate the storyline. I was a little confused by it in the beginning, but once that everything kind of tied together at the end, I was like, okay, that's why they brought Venom in. And that's yeah. that's because originally when you see the little black thing pop up and I'm like, yeah. what the hell is that? I don't understand how that's mm-hmm. supposed to tie in with Harry and his storyline. Like, that's a completely yeah. different...
0: Or Flint Marco. Or, right. Or Gwen Stacy. Right. Yeah. Or anybody. Yeah, but in
2: my mind it was immediately going to Harry because they're, you know, kind of head-to-head thing. And then, you know, so I knew he was going to be at least some sort of villain in this. And then he got clotheslined
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and lost his memory and I was like okay so that's why we're going this way okay Mm -hmm. and that's why I felt like I was watching a Game of Thrones episode like condensed because it's just kind of all
0: over the place all
2: over the place and I'm not and it felt like everything was super confusing it was about to explode and then like the end happened and everything kind of wrapped up and I was like Okay. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm there. I'm with you. I'm with you. It took me two hours to get here, but I'm here.
0: <laughs> well, that's just it. You, 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 you think about this scene. There's a scene uh, earlier in the movie where Spider-Man saves Gwen Stacy from a photo shoot in a building that's collapsing. And, and when I was talking to Brett earlier, he made a really good point that that's like super uh, Spider-Man being Spider-Man. He's yeah. jumping through cranes and he's doing these cool things. And so you remember that scene and then you just keep watching and it just keeps slogging along and then you realize man that was like 2 hours ago and this is like a marathon of <laughs> it <really> movie was. <laughs> I like one there's so in the middle fun of- though it's yeah. so good I love like, if you just like if you have to do the work yourself all the themes that there because there's lots of them you have to do the work yourself Yeah absolutely every single one of them there's scene even if it's just delivered with one line you you have to like step back and mull that over Um, little things like okay so they they did kind of shoehorn Flint Marco as being the trigger man from the first movie somebody who's never mentioned at all leading up to Spider-Man 3 it was always just the original bad guy and then oh nope, never mind it was actually Sandman who killed Uncle Ben
2: well and then did you notice that when he when he first flashed back when when he was in the um when he was in the police station talking mm-hmm. to the captain, and he first flashes back, like f- he makes Flint Marco lurk into this huge, like demonized character, where he like shot mm-hmm. Uncle Ben with this big fervor and this anger, yeah, and,
1: like,
2: you know all this kind of stuff. And then the end of it, you know, Flint's standing there, and he's like, he's just standing there, just trying to help his little kid, and he, and he was Uncle helping ben, me, yeah, and he's, he was gonna he help was me. helping me, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, my heart is dying mm-hmm. at that point, you know, because mm-hmm. like these people. That are got, have gone to prison and have and have been in and out or stigmatized, whatever the case is, are not bad people. Most no, the majority not at all. of them are not, and it's 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 frustrating. It was frustrating for me personally because I have my brother's been in and out for twenty years, and you know I have mm-hmm. you know I've all this kind of stuff, and so it's it's frustrating for me to uh, to see people that are. Labeled as this horrible criminal person, and da da da, and you know all this kind of stuff. And uh, um but I loved the ending of that storyline when he was he mm-hmm. was standing there, and he's just like he just wanted to help me, and uh-huh. I just wanted to help my daughter. And that's yep. you just all you see right there is this loving father. You yeah, don't see this crime. So you don't genuine. see this bull in the background. Yeah. Yeah, and I, my heart was just exploding and I, I cried. I totally cried. I'm no, just sitting the, there on my the, couch like I oh so.
1: Yeah.
0: He's not given like the the stuff that he's given, he's it's not given a lot of screen time. Right. But he makes you sympathize with him. I so sympathized good. with him. Like it was great.
2: Yeah, I was real confused as to why he was uh breaking into this house. In the beginning, and like you put, and then and then as soon as I saw this return mm-hmm. to sender envelope, so I'm like, oh, yep. I see, I, I'm there now, I'm there, yeah. I'm with it, and I'm like, okay, He's just well, trying to help his kid, and, yeah. and
0: I and I and I wish they would have let that ruminate a little bit more, Me too. but we had to spend time with Venom or, and and Harry Goblin, <laughs> but uh, that's such good stuff in and itself that it's okay, and if you take away that theme that you know you can. You know, he's been living with this guilt for a long time. Like, it's been eating him that he's just trying to do good to take care of his family. And
2: you can see it on his face.
0: Yes. Thomas Hayden Church did a very good job in this so movie. So good. And, um, well, in
2: the end of it, when he's when he's talking about Uncle Ben and, like, just kind of, you know, talking mm-hmm. to Peter and Spider-Man or whatever he's at that point. Mm-hmm. He has he has these cracks in his lips and mm-hmm. where everything's dry. And I just see this in his face. And it just mm-hmm. looks like this man that is defeated. And my heart is just broken. And I'm just, mm-hmm. like, looking at him going, ooh. He did such a great job in this mm-hmm. role. Very little bit of time. Yeah. But he exploded with it.
0: Yeah. And like you forget that this man's life is forever different now. Yeah. He is a sand monster, for, l- for yeah. lack of a better word. And that's not something that bothers him. Mm-mm. What bothers him is that he's still trying to do good. He's still trying to be the good dad, even though he's now a monster. And he's mad at Spider-Man because Spider-Man's not letting him just do the one thing. Now he has the means to do it. And he just won't let him do it. Like yeah. He's bad villain. The best villains. The best villains ever. And I'm curious in your thoughts on this. Don't think they're villains. They are justified in their minds for everything that they're doing. And I think that uh, Flint Marco is a good example of that. Oh, like absolutely. absolutely. Is he doing wrong things on cultural against cultural norms? Yeah for yeah. sure i mean he's robbing a bank to yeah. pay for something that should already be a foregone conclusion but oh.
2: let's be real what's the real crime here Healthcare like that or him exactly exactly let's be real if here we're call, yeah exactly <laughs> we are gonna call people that are gonna rob
0: you are wearing suits they are not wearing they are not wearing black masks and carrying <laughs> exactly. ca- carrying canvas bags with money signs on them they're wearing suits
2: exactly exactly mm-hmm. So, you know what? I'm not mm-hmm. even mad about it. Nope. If he was running around I'm killing not. people, that'd be a different story.
0: Exactly. But- nope. He's. I'm not mad. Of course. <laughs> screw that bank. They got plenty of money.
2: Right. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, you've got the Flint Marco storyline. Oh. Uh, oh, so good. And then you have the, the Hobgoblin story, the Green Goblin storyline, who, at the beginning of the movie, he's figured it out. Okay. Spider-Man is Peter Parker, who killed my dad. And the movie starts fairly early in the film with a fight between uh, Green Goblin, the new Green Goblin, and Peter Barker. and it is amazing. It's a yeah. cool, it's a cool action sequence. It was,
2: it was. I, uh, I was like, it was kind of, it was at that moment where I was like, oh, 2007 graphics. Okay, here yep. we are, here we are, and yeah, I had to like just, immerse myself back into it. Yep. But once I did, I was in it. I was yeah. in it, especially when he threw him against that wall, and Peter just kind of stuck and was like, yep. uh, mm-hmm. what do I do? You jump. That's what exactly. You do. No, Jump, it was so
0: good. That oh, was that
2: clothesline. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I, I laughed. I laughed at that
0: part. <laughs> I, it's awesome. And so you think of okay, he's avenging his dad, so he's going to take up what his dad did, and take up his, you know, because he leading up to that he's not a, uh, it's not portrayed as if I recall. It's been a, you have to forgive me. It's been a while since I've seen one and two. He's not portrayed as like. The bad guy leading up to the, until the end of two.
2: Harry? Harry, yeah, yeah. he's not. I, uh, the, the, well, the second one, he wasn't really a bad guy yet. He hadn't really figured everything out quite. Like, he was
0: angry and he wanted to take revenge for his dad. Yeah. And then it wasn't until he realized the bad, the villain the whole time. In his mind, the villain was Spider-Man. Right. Who was Peter Parker, his best friend. So that's when he snapped mm-hmm. and continued what his dad
2: did. Yeah. Yeah, it was it okay. you know, the, the I think I do think the beginning of the movie did a great job of kind of um, of Spider Man three did a great job of of really revealing that storyline mm-hmm. of where he is like oh. This is Peter. And you, you kind of see it on his face a little bit, but then Peter's super happy with Mary Jane and his stupid, goofy smile. Mm-hmm. And that's my girlfriend. like, get out of here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but it, it does a great job of kind of really honing in mm-hmm. that Harry realizes, oh, this is Peter. And he you can kind of see on his face where he's like back and forth with mm-hmm. like, Spider-Man killed my dad and Peter Parker's Spider-Man, but he's my best friend from ever and da 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 And you see this like internal battle happen. And then the the uh, the clothesline happens, gets amnesia, mm-hmm. and he, they're best friends again. And it's like, oh, everything and Peter, nice good reset. Right. It's almost a
0: healthy reset. Okay, they can right. start fresh at this point. Right. He can work backwards from this. Yeah, and still have the guilt of what happened with 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 his with his friend's dad, knowing that he was one kind of protecting himself and two it kind of happened by accident. That's not right. what, how he wanted it to go down at all. Absolutely not. He, tr- he specifically tries in the first one to like I don't want to be doing this. I'm trying to stop you from doing these bad things. So, yeah.
2: And it, it's seeming to me the themes that are that are going along with these three movies, is that it's taking these really good people. So like in the second one where we have Doctor Octo or
0: Oh my gosh. where he is such oh, a great, a milli- master class, so good in the correct in my. I don't want to go on a tangent on this, but I yeah. think. The way that character was handled, he's sitting there, especially at the beginning of the movie, where he's sitting at that table and he's talking about his, his spouse. That is what you want. Like that's like I want to be that person sitting talking about how much I love my spouse. Right. And this is every person like I'm a I know that I'm a complete person. I like who I am with them. And right. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I that justified everything he did in the story because you could tell was based off of where he was coming from yeah. it was a very genuine place
2: it's like trauma trauma. Yeah, trauma trauma happens it's it's like trauma changes people
0: yes it does what? and that's a again
1: <laughs>
2: I
0: know right but it seems to be a theme thing. that's
2: happening in these movies you know you mm-hmm. know. Like, original there. Green Goblins starts out good and then here we go and then here we, Octro, here. Octro, here we go and then Flint is, is mm-hmm. you know he's a great town that's trying just to be a dad and mm-hmm. Harry's introducing um, mm-hmm. Peter to Dr. Uh, Dr. Octo in the second mm-hmm. one and they're all these great people mm-hmm. but then you know whatever happens and they turn and it's like I feel like that makes villains really relatable mm-hmm. I feel like I, I I think it does a great job of of humanizing these people and kind of it kind of makes you step back and say okay well what happened to make mm-hmm. this person act this way
0: even in a shortened time frame with with, with Eddie Brock Jr yeah like yeah. a very short he shows up he's a dick um, I think my favorite part things. is
2: I think is my favorite part is when he's like I'm dating your daughter and he didn't they only had one date and they like yeah. I think they kissed once. <laughs> yeah, bro, uh, it's not a relationship.
0: No, calm down, buddy. She's really not uh, that so he's a dick. He does dickish things. He lucks into getting the good picture to get the the job that he wanted. He was exposed as a fraud, mm-hmm. and you could tell that he's a villain because he doesn't get his role in that. And yeah. that's and that's that classic archetype. They don't realize that they're the bad guy. Yeah. And he might be doing everything in his mind that he's thinking he should do to get his to his ends. But at the end, like you just want to take him and shake him. He said, dude, you brought this on yourself. So bad. You you doctored the Spider Man picture. You you faked it. Well and the, be- the best the best example.
2: Right, right. The best best example of that mm-hmm. is when when uh Peters in his, you know, Venom mode where he's, yeah. you know, he's super. Oh, oh love we, that sequence. Yes. Um, his his hair cracks me up with that because like, <laughs> i like, you look it. like oh. an emo kid in high love school in it, 1995. It, it. It's
0: so good. Anyway,
2: oh my gosh. Oh, so good. He's oh, he I know. He's stone cold. I'm like, who, who are that? you, Toby
1: McQueen? Yeah, exactly. About? Hey. Huh? Oh. Um,
2: but and the best part about that is when when Eddie Brock Jr. is sitting there and he's like, he's like, don't do this. I'll never be able to work at a newspaper again. And he just looks at him and said, you should have thought of that before.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, yes! holy smokes! Like, that in itself was cold. Right. Like, yeah, this is reality, buddy. You have to be held accountable for your actions in a real way. Yeah. Not just like, I'm not going to beat you up on the side of a building like a superhero movie, but no. Right. This is a real thing. And then what does he do? He goes to church and prays to God to kill (laughs) Peter Parker. Can you kill Peter
2: Parker? (laughs) Oh, my God. And that Jesus was so skinny.
0: Yeah, he was. He needed to hit the golden corral or something. He looked like the size (laughs) of my thigh. He might have been the son of of God, but uh, the lamb needs to eat a pork (laughs) pork chop or something. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, he he immediately goes to church and, and wants him dead. Now the best thing about that is that's the tail end of the dark emo Peter Parker sequence well yeah because you movie. see
2: you see Peter Parker up at the top of the bell tower Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. just ripping this off and then you see like holding his half naked body and I'm like Yep. Yeah, definitely PG. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I wanted to see some butt, guys. But, <laughs> you know, you see him like just struggling in the top because he's, you know, he doesn't like who he's become. And because you've just watched him kind of go from, you know, this super lighthearted, you know, peppy, peppy person. How and dangerous then as, it was. Soon, yeah, as soon as that venom hits him, he he turns it into super cold person. Like we talked about with Brock where he's like, mm-hmm. should have thought about that before. And then that whole scene at the jazz club. What the hell is that?
0: I totally forgot about the jazz club scene because I started this movie like two days ago and finished it today. Yeah, I totally forgot about the jazz club scene. Yeah. I totally forgot that. Well, for one, I totally forgot that Gwen Stacy was in this movie and Bryce Dallas <laughs> Howard played her. And I'm I am on board with Bryce Dallas Howard just about anything that she's in. <laughs> for real, I am a. She huge was
2: fan, cute in this. So, she was yeah. cute
0: in it. Uh, she yeah, she was awesome with that white hair, and i was totally shocked that for one i forgot because everybody remember oh, everybody always remembers him doing his finger points as he's walking down the street yeah and everybody's just laughing at him and he's just still he does the finger points the i know whole time. i was
2: living for that moment because i was like you do you boo boo mm-hmm. i know you're being a dick right now but you do you and live your best life <laughs> and they make fun, fun of Brad it and Mondo the- would say, live your extra life <laughs> yeah.
0: And they make fun of that scene in the uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> they totally make fun of him doing that. It's like, yeah, we don't talk about that. Um, have you seen Spider-Verse? No.
2: I've, I Spider-Man 2 is the farthest I've gone. And But I did see this meme on Facebook. Now, tell me if this is true. Okay. So um, I saw this thing, and it, was, it said uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has the best conception of... Comic books and nobody mm-hmm. gives it enough credit. Is that correct? It, that I saw that. Maybe you want to watch it just for that Spider-Man
0: reason. Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, not to divulge from Spider Man 3. Spider Man Into right. the Spider Verse is not only the best, one of the best comic book movies I've seen in a very, very long time. It's one of the best animated movies I've seen exactly. in a long time. It's one of the best movies I've seen in a very okay. long time. It is amazing from top to bottom. Okay. I it, saw
2: that it, meme and I was like, that makes me mm-hmm. want to watch it because I really enjoy stuff that. Has a good conceptualization of, of what it's trying oh. to portray, and for oh, yeah. for that to to for them to be very excited about that, uh-huh. what, whoever made that meme, whatever. Yeah, and there's some but, there's some aspects yeah.
0: to that again, not not to divulge too much, but like there's some aspects from a a cultural standpoint and a representation standpoint. You know, the the main character it's not Peter Parker, it's Miles Morales, right. who is um, I believe he's half Puerto Rican, half African American shut and up he, and he lives that life i'm he speaks, in it he speaks uh mexican to his mom did you and say mexican he yeah, speaks mexican Span- yeah, he speaks spanish it's okay joey spanish i still love you <laughs> and like he and it's not and the best part is it's not dubbed or it's not there's no it's no so you have
2: no idea what it says is a nope. white girl like me it doesn't know very much spanish yeah spanish yeah
0: yeah, it's not. There's no subtitles. To I love it. it. It's like that's that's. I do the enjoy reality. when that happens
2: because there's times when I'm like, oh, oh, Pokejo That means small. Okay, what's this? But you mm, don't have to mama. though. You you get the scenes right. And so yeah, I just like to decode things. Yeah.
0: So Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Do yourself the favor. Yeah. Pa- treat yourself. Okay. And see this film. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself because it is. Have some. Take the time to to, to watch it because it's pretty phonetic. It's yeah. There's six different Spider Men in it. So and um,
2: I I uh. <laughs> I made a comment earlier because we, you know, we have, we have this Spider-Man and then mm-hmm. Venom and all this kind of stuff in this movie, and I was like, well, I feel like this is where Kimmy Schmidt comes from, and they have the twenty-one Spider-Man auditions, and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I now understand that it's reference, and it makes Spider-Mans. it that much yeah. more funny.
0: Well, be- I mean, shoot, there's these three Spider-Man, then there's the Amazing Spider-Man, which was two movies, so that's now five. Then you've got the new ones, the Far From Home and the Home uh, Homecoming and then f- home or, uh, Far From Home. So now that's seven movies. The animated Into the Spider-Verse, that's eight movies. Technically, sp- uh, Venom that you've mentioned, yeah. the standalone Venom movie from last year, is technically in that same world as well. Yeah. On top of all the other Avengers movies that Spider-Man is in, there's a lot of Spider-Man representation. There is, and, and people are thrown uh,
2: fit about Wonder Woman. Get out.
0: Yeah, get, get over
2: yourself. <laughs> Any bees.
0: Yeah. So back to Spider-Man three. So we're terrible, emo- at this, Joey. No, this is, please. This is no. We're, we're
2: tangent we're, city over here.
0: No, this is <laughs> this is the the heart of what I what I wanted from this show is because we're dissecting something that people wrote, wrote wrote off.
1: Yeah.
0: Ten years ago. So no, this is perfect. So emo to Ewe McGuire. <laughs> e- uh, e- the da- the jazz club sequence is the most, like I said, cold, just vile. He goes yeah. to the he goes there with his new on a date. And he immediately just flexes on his ex.
2: He knows she's going to be there. That's the best yeah, part about it. Like, yeah, you see he it knows. On his
0: face. Yeah, he knows that she's there as a waitress. Now yeah. this is somebody that dated her when she was a Broadway star, yeah. and now her star has faded, and now she's a waitress at a at a arguably a crummy, uh, a, a poorly ran jazz club, right? Because nobody yep. just from a from from a performance. Mary point Jane, of view, come on. Go- yeah. I. You know, yeah. <laughs> From a couple performers here, that doesn't happen. Hey, hop up here and sing. Yeah. Now, professionals I mean, could do that, but they need a minute to, like, you yeah. know, nope, I'm just going to hop up and sing. Yeah. So he takes his new date there and then immediately, before she can even perform, hops on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Schools her on the piano and then does a whole dance sequence. The most asshole jackassy thing I've ever seen. For real.
2: Yeah. After he kissed this girl, this okay, this is this is what really pissed me off. Was when <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Molly really into it, guys. I'm really into it. So when we're ready. <laughs> we're our our bodies are prepared. <laughs> when they're doing this big whole thing to welcome Spider Man when he's finally accepted and everybody loves him, da da da. And Gwen's standing up there, and she's like, "Spider, friendly neighborhood Spider Man." Which
0: I love that scene. Oh, I gonna, love that and too. We're gonna get I'm, to that. I'm in it. I'm in uh, that. There's one. another theme of that scene too that I want to yeah, talk about. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. I'm in it. I'm like, yeah, everybody loves Spider Man now, even though Mary Jane's kind of feeling kind of shitty and you know whatever, and that makes me kind of sad. But you know, like, it's kind of it's a it's a partnership where yep. you know you take care of your partner when you're having you're feeling yep. crummy, and but you still you still are there for them. Anyway. That's a whole nother side mm-hmm. of him. Anyway, so, but he comes down and he's like, kiss me, they'll love it. And then he's like, why are you mad, Mary Jane? Why do you think, dummy? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, which, if that's bad enough, you kissed another girl while your girlfriend was there
1: mm-hmm.
2: in front of her. She's already going to be pissed about that. And then later on, when it's the scene where he's going to. Uh, proposed to her at the French restaurant, mm-hmm. which I thought that was hilarious that yeah. the maitre d' was speaking yep. French to him and wouldn't let him <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't talk to him in English. That was great. I mean, you laugh. Anyway, that scene, when uh, when she was like, I can't believe you kissed another woman. And she's like, that was our kiss. I had completely forgotten about their, because I couldn't watch the, the first down, one on yeah. Hulu. Yeah. The
0: upside and down And I kiss. was like,
2: holy! That blew, blew my their mind. Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was an extra layer that I had not thought about until that moment. And I was like, you dick, I want to punch you in the face, Peter. And it's
0: not like, and it's not like that was something that was like on the newspapers or on TV. That was a private kiss they had in the rain in the alley. And he recreated it on stage with her. And this was even before he was emo, emo, right. Peter Parker. This was just him just... Completely not being able to handle his new fame. Right. Could not being able to completely handle yeah. it. Yeah. Which, again, is something that...
2: That's a whole other thing. Is. Which it,
0: that is a huge thing. Yeah. And um, you, that, that's really hard.
2: Well, if they had talked about it beforehand and he said, hey, I have this idea because I think this would be really good for publicity, da-da-da-da-da. That's not how if it's they presented. they talked about it. Nope. Right. If they had talked about it, that's a different story. But he <laughs> blindsided her. With that kiss. So I'm thinking about that. I'm like, if he would have talked about that, because I've had performer boyfriends, you know, I, I've been a performer. And so it's, and it's, you know, this big jealousy, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, you talk about things, you communicate, whatever the case is, but that never happened. Nope. And so originally I'm already pissed about that because I'm like, you are being a butthead right now and I don't enjoy it. Uh-huh. And then as soon as she brings up that was our kiss, I was like, oh my, god, it was like an extra level of anger. Exactly. It was an extra level of anger exactly. for me. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and going back to the jazz scene, he's do, he does all these things. He's looking at Gwen Stacy, but his eyes are focused past her, looking right at Mary Jane. Yeah. You asshole. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because Gwen Stacy is an innocent in this. Right. I don't remember her ever... N- Asking, or she's not a bad She becomes no. Gwen Stacy, is actually Spider Gwen in another universe. She is a spider person, mm. she has more to it I than, do not know yeah, that. there's more to uh, Gwen Stacy than just being that's so cool. A, yeah, she's got, she's, yeah, she's awesome.
2: I did love that she like stood up at the end of it and she was like, That was all for her. I'm out. Bye. Yeah, I was like, Yes, girl, she does it. And yeah, yes. she
0: does it. She's not, she's not all of the women in this movie are in the innocence, yeah. There's nothing, even with with Mary Jane, she gets, um, when, she, uh, when Peter, when she's having that fight with Peter Parker, and she goes and has dinner with, she breaks it off with Peter Parker, I believe. I'm trying to remember how she gets to the dinner with with, with Harry. They. They have dinner together.
2: They kiss, and then she breaks up with him. Okay. Yeah. So, so Harry Harry comes out, and she's like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Come over. However, that worked out. And then they're doing So it. they had
0: kind of broken up.
2: The, and they She were, was pissed at him at this was point. She was and pissed at him at this point. He
0: came to be – because he was an old friend. Right. So well.
2: That's what know, it was. So they hadn't quite friend, broken up so yet. In
0: the right context, you can see kind of eh, – But again, they're still good friends, yeah. and that's it. So he comes over – or they, they get together to have dinner together, just cooking dinner, doing the twist, which I loved – yeah I thought that was genuine a a moment of really uh authentic brevity in a a theater of the absurd as these superhero movies
2: right are. right and I, it's just I, I felt loved it I felt until it got to the kiss part it, it for it showed true friendship yeah. Between yeah. a, a man mm-hmm. and a woman, like yeah. not that sexual tension until you have a platonic to the end of it.
0: friend, right? And still do those things, and then yeah. yeah, it get gets a little bit closer. But again, it was still from a place of genuineness.
2: Yeah, he
0: was not the, He was not. It hadn't come back to him yet. Mm-mm. He was just Harry Osborne. Yep. And it hadn't come back to him. Yeah, he's he he grown past the, you know, he was a he was a, he was a grown grown man now. Yeah. And so the, the high school, like, oh, I kind of liked her more than him. Like, that's, in my mind, that's kind of over yeah. because he's an adult now. And
2: I did think it was really cute when he was coming out of the coma when they were in the hospital. And he's like, do I have any girlfriends?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like, adorable. Yeah, it was, was like, adorable. You this? know what? Like
2: you should. You're fairly decent looking. Right.
0: And you got some money. So he's probably. He's
2: like, do I have any girlfriends? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he's like. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Maybe nope, we, not and then he goes and he walks, he's in his house and he's like, these dicks aren't too bad. Maybe I could change this no girlfriend thing. I'm like, oh, my God. That's
1: so wholesome. Get out. I You're love it. so
0: cute. I love it. I love it, and but to me that that dinner that little cute dinner thing really stood out because there was some like real chemistry between those two actors that arguably do not have good. James Franco is James Franco, and <laughs>
2: for
0: real. <laughs> yeah, he's a Renaissance man, and he does a lot of very cool, creative things. Very much, but he is just. I he's hear James some. J- yeah, he's James Franco, yeah. and um, the girl that plays Mary Jane Watson.
2: What's her name? How terrible is this? She's barely famous. She's a super famous
0: actress and her name is escaping us. How terrible are we? We are so sorry. I was I'm like, I feel so like I'm gonna sorry. need to
2: know the name. Kristen of this
0: Dunst. Person. Kristen. Oh my Dunst.
1: god, we're the worst. We are terrible. I think well, she's super, to be fair, super to be
2: fair, she and she's mostly blonde normally, and she was like a redhead in this. So like, okay, <laughs> yeah. it's, For it's me, hair color. Dist- for hair color, it's a big thing for me personally. Like, who the girl who plays Regina George is in another movie, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was her until like it. I really pieced it together, and I was like, oh, and she looks. She has a hair color. That's literally the only thing that's changed. Mm-hmm. And she looks different. And I'm like, oh shit. Well, you even know, so. yeah,
0: Bryce Dallas Howard has like flaming red hair. She's yeah. a ginger as her dad. Yeah. And, and she looked completely different as the white hair in this one. Right. Um, Kristen Dunst, I can't believe her. That she <laughs> <name. Just completely laughs> dropped that. And she's like I knew it was going to be
2: something like that too. She's, I knew she was a famous girl. I couldn't she, remember her name. I mean, I'm bad at celebrities anyway. She but
0: just God. brought it, and we when we dropped it, we're sorry. <laughs> sorry, friend. Yeah, but she, but she was also, but she was, wasn't she also in um uh 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 Drop Dead Gorgeous, uh, drop, uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous, Is that no, thing not it's
2: not or American deep.
0: Beauty? No, not American Beauty. I don't know some other terrible one that's aged horribly, (laughs) but um (laughs) so it was a very genuine scene. Yes, and then he comes, and then shortly thereafter that he gets the amnesia gone, and he gets the. I (laughs) I I talk words for a living, and some days I can't say them. It's my presence, Joey. I know it's
2: just all this
0: energy. Yeah, (laughs) it's the. I'm just really overexcited about James Franco. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think that sentence has ever been uttered by anybody ever.
0: <laughs> I don't even – maybe by James Franco.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I, don't, I don't know. Every time I think of James Franco now, though, is I think of the 30 Rock episode where he has the – he's he's married to an anime pillow, Kamiko. <laughs> and he's, like, in this fake relationship with Jenna, and it's hilarious. And now every time I see him, I think of that. and So it's ruined him for me. <laughs>
0: So shortly after that danger scene, he, the the amnesia goes away and he realizes he remind he's remembered like, oh, this is what's up. So what does he immediately do? Physically threatens, puts his hands on, on Kristen Dunst's neck and tells her that she has to do this um, or she, or he's going to kill Peter. She has to break up with him. And so she calls Peter and breaks up with him and says that she doesn't love him anymore. There's somebody else and that's it. You realize that if you take the scene out of him physically accosting her, if you take that scene out and he they have dinner, they have a nice time, they do the twist, he leaves. If he not come back and assaulted her, I can see her doing that.
2: Yeah, me like, too.
0: I could see just, you know what? No, I, don't, I think that... No, I, I'm I'm not making the best choice with Peter Parker, right. and I think that I could at least pursue something that's going on here with Harry. Yeah, and I, and
2: I when I first watched this, I um I missed that physical accosting or costing part, and yeah, so I'm his, sitting there like yeah yeah I, I missed his, that part because okay. like I got a phone call or by like okay. whatever it was, um and I. Went and re- about, rewatched half the movie today because I'm like, okay, I got to figure out all these storylines. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going really to piece this. it together. Right. So I'm like, and then I saw that and I was like, oh shit! Because in the beginning I was like, oh why, how you don't just like fall in love with somebody else after one time? Yeah. Like you, it takes a while. So I'm like, what is well, going on? And then I realized that unless happened.
0: you're unless you're super honest with your emotions, yeah, and you're super like, you know what? I know that this ain't going to go anywhere. So I am not going to spend another minute wasting my time right with that i've been in that position to where somebody asked me out i for a split second hesitated and they flat out said well i can't wait forever and i'm not going to like they're they're so sure and they're so you know you call it if you're doing myth buzzers here you can call that plausible but still it made sense they had a great evening they're but only friends. one evening. No. Like, that's but they're friends. They've guess. been friends forever. So yeah, I yeah, know. Just one evening. But it's so genuine, too, because right. uh, when I was talking to Brett, he, he kind of had a different opinion about it. And I said, to me, though, it seemed genuine because you do dorky things when right. you're yeah. kind of like Twitter pated. And, and I had to kind of
2: piece that together in my head because I was like, how is that after one time you just throw away a relationship? Like, it's yeah. just. That but they were already, and yeah. then I realized what. And then I, saw, I re- rewatched part of it, and I saw that I was like, "Oh, that is so paradise. if you take okay.
0: so again, if you take some of these elements out that they showed so much into it, yeah, it still goes as a fairly cohesive narrative." Yeah, Peter Parker has become famous. Well, Spider Man has become famous. Right. he has Spider Man Day. He is. He has toys. He has Spider Man. Has the Arrived. Arrived. Now we kind of hit on a little bit you know imagine now mary jane was an actress her career is on a downward slide we've all been there our careers are always oh, in yeah. there. you know you and i are, are theater people so we kind of <laughs> know those those ruts that we get into yep and but we also have been in that situation where we've been with somebody who is not in that mentality and not in that field yep um and that's okay some people some of the some of my most admired performers here in this town are relationships with people that you would not see them if they weren't moving right they would just disappear in the background but they have an amazing relationship and awesome for them mm-hmm. and so being you know i mean with somebody that doesn't perform that doesn't do these things that doesn't have that mentality you know what happens on stage is theater right you aren't seeing anything real and sometimes it can be kind of hard and yeah. and there's also a jealousy at play there I think too that like oh, yeah. she's on the downward slope and he's going up and that's it's like they they crammed the plot of a star is born in, <laughs> in a 10 a a, a a 7 minute sequence in this movie <laughs> Along with thousands of other moves, For real. and well, and he and keeps
2: trying to like he keeps trying to say, "I know what you're mean." Like, no, you don't. You no, uh, you, you, you sort of have an idea. You
0: hear it, but you're not getting. Well, it. Well, yeah, he keeps trying
2: to compare it to Spider-Man's popularity, and I'm like, "They don't know who you are." That's a person that you could never be again if you wanted to. Like, mm-hmm. you throw away that costume, you're done. She has this. Is her face? This is her career. Exactly. And Spider-Man isn't making any money. It's not. Nope. They're two completely different fields. Like, I I Mm -hmm. see where he was trying to go, but it was not landing Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. all.
0: Nope. And she supported him when he gave up in the second one. Yeah. He threw in the trash. He gave it away being Mm -hmm. Mm Spider-Man. And she still supported him. Yeah. And now here it is. Now there's some good things coming from that. All she's asking in return is, well, can you at least support me?
2: Yeah. Can
0: you at least be here emotionally for me? Yeah. You know, whatever happens on stage is what happens on stage. Yeah, that upside down kiss was kind of an asshole thing, but I get it. You're also a doofus kid. Right. Spider-Man right. is supposed to be, even though it's Tobey Maguire and he's like in his late 20s, almost 30s at this point uh, when this was filmed. He's still supposed to be like a year or two out of high school. He's right. still supposed to be a young kid.
2: Which they, he he looks young enough that it, it works. It, made, for it totally him made it, made it yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, and, and, and when I watched that upside down kiss, I was like, of course pissed off because I'm like, you're being a dumb, dumbass right now. But correct. I also step, sat and looked at it and was like, okay, got is newfound yeah, frame. Makes I, sense. You do dumb you things. You don't, you do dumb things when you're up in high or you're a doofy kid that doesn't really have any social skills. So it's just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it and so I was like, and it started to calm down a little bit. And then as soon as she said, that was our thing. I was like, Argh!
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Argh! I was mad again. But, you know, what are you gonna I mean, do? It, it,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, under, so understandably, yeah, I totally bought it. If that, if the physical uh, uh, accosting scene hadn't happened, that, that would have been a natural progression yep. for Mary Jane. Yep. Because she's also like, you know, what's, what, you know, you have to kind of think about yourself, too. I mean, you're really, you're really big on being an individual person. Yeah. Which I totally dig. Um, That could be a natural progression for the character. Yeah. Watching this again, especially when the very first time I saw it, I'm like, whoa, even this is back in 2007. Well, what about the relationship between Peter Parker and Ursula, the neighbor girl?
1: Yeah.
0: Holy crap. There's a whole stuff there is amazing to me how... He treats her like a dick, and the last scene you ever see of her is him t- 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 uh, treating her like a dick. And she never leaves the scene; that she never leaves the apartment. Yeah. Narratively speaking, she's not there in the crowd to see him. Mm-mm. She's not there at Spider-Man days. Right. She's just almost like a shut-in who supports him in any damn thing. Like he, she's cheering him on. Yeah. When he's trying to get back with Mary Jane, as well as cooking him, making him cookies.
2: Right. Do you, want, do you want a piece oh. of chocolate cake? Do you want some milk? Yeah. And yeah, then he, oh. he, he's on
0: the phone with her yeah. and stuff. He's like, are these with nuts? Oh, I have nuts. you want me to make some more I can make, some, make me yeah, some more. Yeah, go make some doesn't, more.
2: He doesn't say please. He nope. doesn't say thank you. And, he, he and says, I understand go. I understand mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he has venom right now or whatever. He's but, fully oh venomized, but still. That irked me so much. But still.
0: Bad. And all it would have taken to fix that. That's thats the one thing that stood out to me. It's like, okay, I'm supposed to be positive with this, but that's just horse shit right Yeah that character yeah. deserves more because even her dad so who's bad. like just the na- the manager of the building are two very positive influences on peter parker's yeah. life they were in the second one and in this one and like she is supporting this man who she's not she's doing all these nice things and it not once you get the thing that she wants like if she likes them if she likes she, him she probably does
2: yeah Which I definitely got that just being a girl, like watching another girl do it. But at the same time, like she's a genuine human being and she just, Mm -hmm. she just wants to be nice. And like, and I think a lot of it is, you know, the self-esteem issue, self-worth stuff where Uh she's like, I just want people to like me. And so here's some cookies. Like I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But you know I mean? You know, move back over to this. But I was so bummed (laughs) at the end of it where he's like, maybe some cookies. Like get out of here. Yeah. Go. And it would have literally
0: taken one scene after Venom leaves him. Yeah. To go and just a a simple thank you scene, or a send off, or just something that acknowledges that yes, you are an amazing woman. Yeah. You are an amazing person for taking care of me and like, you know, if she likes him, she's also cheering him on when she calls. Ooh, Mary Jane's on the phone. Mary Jane's on the phone. Right. Like. You could have easily just said he's not here and hung up and walked about your day and yeah. made and made I'm that sure. guy some more cookies. And Mary Jane
2: called back. Mary Jane called back. Yeah, like so there's excited. all these things that I'm you're. Like, yeah, oh. she's
0: genuinely. Yeah. You, you, you almost get it that she's genuinely just likes him more than just liking him as a boyfriend. Right. Yeah, that the chemistry is there too. I I bought it. Yeah. I totally bought, I bought it. It, it too. Was great. And I,
2: I don't think they did. I don't think they did her character enough justice. Mm-mm. They did not kind do kind of how nurse they justice her,
0: at no. all. Sadly. Um. And that's that's a shame because that was such touching just wholesome stuff and i love that I, it, I love the, the wholesome things i just absolutely i love do it. too i do too I love the wholesomeness for that and it's so and that's what i really liked about the twist scene yeah <laughs> because like you, you know if they were flirting with each other which the, they clearly were like that's kind of goofy stuff you do when right. you're when you see like a good potential for somebody that you or you're just really just enjoying your time with somebody that you've got a, you got the, the the hot not even for the hot for just somebody you genuinely care about yeah and that's what i loved about it, it was so goofy you do goofy things like, me I'm and sure my
2: friends could... do dumb shit like that all the time
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time
0: look at it i will have to say i loved it when when the amnesia wore off and he turned evil there for a little bit and like he there's a scene where he like does the smile and he looks so much like the guy that's the, william defoe oh like, my okay. gosh, they, they
2: could not have cast a better person to play him for that he reason. totally looks like
0: yeah 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 but there's so much what i love about and and the things that i i like about this movie is like the and one of the themes that we got to was the the, the redemption angle here everybody is smart enough to reevaluate their beliefs yeah everyone no Absolutely. matter how most of the men in this movie are terrible and all the women aren't. Are, uh, most of the women, all the women actually, are like genuinely honest people. So it's got a yeah. really good feminist message to it that I dig. Yeah, um, i mean it. There's no. You don't see any kind of negative, even. You know, it, it was justified to me when she felt when she felt close to Harry. Yeah, before that was he, that. he 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 did that to her. So, but I every single person Flint Marco, uh, Harry Osborn, Peter Parker all these people take the time to reevaluate their thoughts about the people and their anger and the hatred they have. Um, and Harry Osborn doesn't really have to, but he still does as well. Yeah. You know, the well, last. I mean,
2: as soon as Bernard, which is such a funny name to me because I watch movies with subtitles. So it says Bernard, uh-huh. but it, ca- it keep calling him Bernard. And I'm like, Bernard. This is, this <laughs> is killing me. but when he's like, well, it was definitely from his, from his blade why the hell did you take so damn long to tell him about was that? he
0: even in the movie before that scene i don't remember yeah. him se- oh was he okay one, i don't remember one
2: time when he was when he was when he came home okay from the hospital yeah in very seemed, brief that seemed very weird
0: brief. little kind of bizarre but again all right so what it was his own blade so so logically you if you had so much hatred i mean we see this in the air of like when we look at things like politics and just the climate of america right now mm. You see that like there's n- everyone. There's a lot of people with this cognitive dissidence. You can yeah. prove over and over and over again what something is legitimate. Like no, they don't. They don't want to see that. They no. just want to live in their their bubble, their vacuum. As much hatred as he had for Peter Parker, you know this. Old, you know his uh, Bernard comes in and says, "Yeah, it was his own blade. The the wound came from his glider." Yeah. Well yeah, Peter Parker stole his glider and killed my dad. Right. It could have been that easy. But easy. no, it's like Huh. He he reevaluates it. And again, he has no reason to. At that yeah. point, the last time he saw Peter Parker in the movie is when Peter Parker is standing over him. He just uh, he looked right at his face and said, You're you were an embarrassment to your father. Oh yeah. And then he blew half his face off.
2: Yeah. Which, to be fair, he threw a bomb at him. So what are you expecting?
0: He to do? threw a bomb. Yeah. So he stopped it and he essentially did the same thing that a similar thing that he did with his father. He jumped out of the way when he sent the glider towards him and then he got hit, clipped, uh, clipped by the glider yeah. that killed him. So you can mention, OK, so that's just the same thing that happened. But again, he still had no reason to do that. Right. And but And that shows you the
2: climate or the difference between 2019 and 2007. hmm That shows you yep. a big difference between yep. the and, 12 years makes.
0: Yep. And to their credit, they they each one of them, even even Peter Parker, like we talked about, like looks at Flint Marco and forgives him. Yeah. On his own word. Yeah. On no other evidence other than what Flint Marco, the man that he's hated, has mm-hmm. said. That's the only source of this proof it came from. Well, yeah. And he, there's he looks no at him and videos, says, no to forgive
2: me. Yeah. And then Peter this Parker looks Simmons and says, mm-hmm. I forgive you. Yeah. And poof.
0: Exactly. You I'm know, like oh, he could have. Yeah, Harry. Uh, I'm getting all goosebumps and sad about it. I am literally oh, too. I have, <laughs> I have goosebumps,
2: Joey. I have goosebumps. This <laughs> is the thing that is happening. Oh, it's a hit oh my thing. goodness! I didn't. I didn't
0: bring my, my Cabernet Seven. Now, <laughs> <laughs> drinking. I need. I needed some of that to. Oh my goodness. So, uh, yeah, all of these things that. That had no, and I almost like wished that Harry didn't get killed. I don't want to spoil yeah. a movie from twelve years ago, <laughs> but, or sh- shit, fifteen years ago. God damn. No, it's only twelve. Was it been twelve? Yeah. So two thousand seven, two thousand eighteen. So it makes it two thousand fourteen. Would be seven years. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, over a decade long movie. Like I almost he <laughs> didn't have to get killed, but I mean, I guess it, it worked for the story, but. Like everybody changed at, at, at any reason they could have externalized that anger and that frustration and every single one of them turn internalized it. yeah, changed what they felt. And acted accordingly. Yeah. Well, and and... the only time
2: you don't see that happen is with Brock. Yeah, Because exactly. he, he looks at him and he's like, he like, you don't have to be evil. You don't have to do this. You don't mm-hmm. have to be this way. He goes, I am happy being he evil. He enjoyed it. Or whatever it was. Yeah. So and you saw it on sense. his face. Genuinely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then when, you when Peter- You got to give form
0: credit for that. It's like, oh, damn. Yeah. Right.
2: And his teeth were hilarious to me. At first, I thought they were- um, they were vampire fangs and i was like what is this and My, then i realized it was more than that but yeah. but you see that at the end when when peter throws the the bomb to blow up venom and he's running towards he's like no Brock, no and you just see he jumps in yeah you he see jumps him running back towards into this.
0: his right. doom because he was so intoxicated with that power yeah, that he had. and to
2: me that that to me is is somebody that is so deeply traumatized by their demons mm-hmm. and their trauma and the stuff that has happened to them in their life. Yeah. And, and they, they play this victim. And then, and, and a lot of people don't realize they're playing the victim. It's a very big thing. It's a very big thing. I've learned no a lot about this recently. I t- yeah.
0: I teach and, that in class. No one writes themselves right. the villain in their story. Right. You don't.
2: Yeah. And it's, and but it's, it, you know, you see this and I, that to me was just kind of like this manifestation of his demons and his trauma his horror and his, his heart jumping into this i yes. was like oh my god oh,
0: yeah oh my goodness i mean you can joke about oh he was so easily defeated by the by the sound oh well yeah oh, it doesn't matter that wasn't the point no. the point was that that was it he he, he was so un, he was so like you mentioned the trauma that he that yeah. he had, had gone through at some point before even he ran into peter parker like right. he tried so hard his whole life he finally took the shot Missed the mark. Mm-hmm. He lost everything because he says that he lost everything. He yeah. had a he had a nice girlfriend. He had a, a good job that he'd always wanted. Um, and he just couldn't once. Once he gave into that and just went full on venom, everything changed for him. And then he was yeah. once he got in control of his own narrative of his own life. That's what he was intoxicated. Yeah. That's well, and and you can see him.
2: right, and you can see that happen when. You can see that, that he's going down this path when he, when he's, um, when he tells the police commissioner chief or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm dating your daughter, but then it's revealed later they've gone on one date and had one kiss, bro. That's not a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. It's not a serious relationship, any of this kind of stuff. It's, it's very much that nice guy narrative. Well, I opened a door for you. You should have sex Uh, with me. Like that's not how this works guys. I saw a thing today that was really cool. And it was like, um, it was like, she didn't friend zone you, you girlfriend zoned her. I was like, "Get I,
0: out!" I saw when you posted that and yeah. I loved it. Like, "Oh, I know. it makes so much more sense I was now." was like, Ooh. "You girlfriend zone." Yeah. Her. bye.
2: Yeah. Anyway, and that's, yeah, yeah, like that's and that showed his entitlement kind of like, "Oh, I'm the nice guy. I took you on a mm-hmm. date and now you're my girlfriend." Like, yep. "No, bro, that's not how mm-hmm. this works." And so yep. you can kind of see his his narrative and his character going that way and you can see why it's so he it's never... easier for him to be taken over by this Venom character and by mm-hmm. all of these demons, you know.
0: Yeah, he was the only one that didn't have the capacity to to have that self awareness of of right. their actions and their thoughts because he didn't, it didn't see it, his... was, it was undoing. He didn't yep. see his role in his own at misery all. at all. Nope. And Harry Harry oh looked gosh.
2: at him and was like, "Oh my God." This is what's happening. And he
0: had no reason to, and he still Not didn't.
2: And Flint's looking at this and mm-hmm. he's like, I just want to help my I mm-hmm. you know, I see Uncle Ben trying to help me, yep. and I'm so he's sorry. He's the most downtrodden of says, all these
0: characters. Yep.
2: Took everything I took this from you. He looks at Peter Parker and says, I took this from you. Mm-hmm. I don't expect you to forgive me. And like you see all these characters, but then Brock is just Whatever. you know. Yep. But I'm I'm very happy that um the Venom character has changed in the new one, um, in the new series that yeah that is going to be you know if he's very much I, like this and i hope Warman. they continue
0: that new one with oh, tom hardy that was such a fun i think movie. they're going
2: to but based on the end of the the ending little little uh yeah. bonus footage after the credits it's and, okay and to spoil movie. a 12
0: year old movie. maybe not yeah. a, a six month old movie i won't but... say anything I <laughs> <promise>. <laughs> but yeah no. if you haven't checked out the new venom do okay so you guys have homework tonight <laughs> watch batman or spider-man into the spider-verse and then venom And you get the Spider-Man thing. So, yeah. You will enjoy both of those things. Yeah.
2: Venom especially. It's so good. Tom Hardy plays a great, great Venom. Mm -hmm. It's it's also a very funny movie. It's not... Oh, yeah. It was really...
0: And there's some aspects to the real-world application of what that kind of symbiote lifestyle would be like about the... They they talk about eating like rotted meat, and this is an, an <laughs> alien that's wrapped over a body. So there's like certain <laughs> aspects of how that would work, as opposed to the 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 venom from Spider Man Three. That all all he does for Spider Man, he just turns a suit black. Yeah, which I always thought was funny. Like he just happens to find a black suit in his own apartment, and like, hmm, okay, well I'm gonna put this on.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> like, too. I was on. like. Mm. Uh, all right.
0: yeah, they just don't have time, I guess. Maybe. Who knows? But Well,
2: with you know three villains and all two and, and a half love triangles. Exactly. And exactly. Everything else.
0: Uh, Carissa, I think we're... Holy smokes. I think we could talk all night about how amazing this movie is from like scene to could. scene to scene. But I think that for the most part, I think we've unpacked this meal of a movie to these great themes. You know, you are not your past. Yeah. You can you know, there is forgiveness in your heart. No matter how wrong you've been in life, you can find forgiveness. You can find yourself in, you know, from, for even just a, a, a shallow theater aspect. Like you are still at the end of the day, you are still chris you yeah. You're still Joey. You're still going to go home. You're not Spider-Man. You're yeah. not, you're not, you know, brawny or hope chest. You are still who you are.
2: And there, and there are people that, that, the coolest thing about performing is uh, creating the character. There's so many people that find themselves in those characters. It happens a lot, um, especially in the trans world. With uh, oh yeah, for with the, people in the, in that a lot of trans beautiful. people start out in yeah. Yeah, my my aunt is actually transsexual. Oh right, and huh? she has been for you know she's sixty something now. But nice you know she she uh fun little side note she performed at studio 54 and in a room next to madonna nice like in the day, just nice turned. anyway <laughs> brush with greatness this they, is awesome uh, right i think i found my roots guys yep anyway but she so she you know started out in drag and that's you know, and a lot of people find themselves in performing and in through mm-hmm. this art and, and that is so so beautiful to mm-hmm. me and it's so cool so you you have those people that find themselves but then you have like you and me where yeah it it absolutely creates this sort of confidence in us mm-hmm. and and we can touch people's lives and these kinds of things mm-hmm. but it it, it in the, at the end of the day that stays on stage you mm-hmm. know where we go home and i'm carissa you're joey mm-hmm. and we don't have those struggles that that some Correct. of these other people do and so mm-hmm. but yeah it's watching Mary Jane for coming from being on stage and then just having this love. Yeah. 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 And then that, watching that the opposite happen in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And you know, and Mary Jane mm-hmm. trying to find comfort in this and then, you know, Harry's storyline where he's like, I need to forgive and here we are. And you know, especially mm-hmm. Flint's storyline hits hard with me just yeah. because, of, you know there's stuff, there's
0: but. for me personally, like Flint's yeah, was freaking amazing. Um I I, I really was there was it's it's only the one scene but if you I, – I, I wanted to pause the movie and just reflect on this because, you know, he's full-on emo Peter Parker. He's just about ready to blow off half the face of Harry. And he looks at him and he goes, you were, you were an embarrassment to your father. Mm-hmm. I deal with this a lot. And I don't want to d- drag the room down. But, like, so I lost my father at a young age. He passed away when I was 13. Mm-hmm. Just when I was getting old enough to be who I was. Yeah. Like I was just becoming – who I was going to be. Yep. And I struggle with this a lot. I definitely struggle with this thought of would he like what he saw? Yeah, Did I live up to his... Not so much that his vision was greater than what I could have come up for myself. But you always think that in the back of your head. Am, am I living up to the potential that he saw in me? Yeah. Am I doing good by his name? Yep. Can, is, you know, is he proud of what has become and i have no idea and i don't have an answer to that so you but you have to take a a step back and say okay he wouldn't have been so if 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 you want to take that note you say okay so harry he gets disfigured uh peter parker just screws with him and leaves he has a choice to make and i'm sure that would have had to sit in his mind was i an, was i an embarrassment to my father yep. did i live up to my father so now he has a choice do i want to just follow right into his footsteps and be a villain and do horrible things or do i want to be better mm-hmm. and against every thing in his fiber and his i just know that every fiber in his being is telling him screw Peter screw this you're better than this you're rich you're good well you were good looking until you got half your face off you have a lot of things going for you he chooses to do the right thing because he believes deep down in his heart that in the end his dad was just trying to do what was right and that's and that's the big theme that you see through these three movies exactly you know you see this good person Mm -hmm.
2: turned into a villain and then Mm -hmm. you know brock who goes crazy does not live up to
0: the power that he was given great power comes great responsibility that's the big thing in the first one um, yep. The second one, you really become who you are.
2: Mm-hmm. You, and the second you step- one, you see a lot of the 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 heartbreak that what happens. You
0: see, exactly? What? You see the breaking, and then there's aspects of the third one that you can, you get to choose. Yep. You know how
2: you react.
0: How you? Yeah. So in the second one, he had that he decided to go back to being Spider-Man. Now you get to choose: Are you the villain or the hero of your story? Yep. And if you're gonna be the hero of your story, then goddamn it, be a hero of your story.
2: Yep. And then who's everybody? Don't and that is something <laughs> that I
0: think that we can all take away from this is that if you're going to be the hero, do heroic things, yep. and you don't have to swing from building to building, you don't have to have a cool Batmobile. Be do, do those good things. You know, turn that cheek, love those enemies. You know, we're by no means church people, but be kind. Yep. Be, you know, there's good in anybody and, and there, even and the ones can, that have wronged you the most.
2: And the best thing about it is uh, I heard this. Um, I've been listening to this podcast called Imaginary Life. Um, okay. If you guys ever, you guys should go check it out. It's so good. Um, They basically tell this person's story. It's all celebrities, but they tell this person's story and you don't know who they're talking about till the end of it.
0: Oh, kinda like Paul Harvey used to do back in the day. I don't and know. And now you but know yeah. the rest of the story.
2: Yeah. So like okay. the, they'll 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 tell it as if you are that person. They'll say, you know, you're five years old. You're mm-hmm. you're beaten up and whatever. Okay. And they'll tell the story as a chronicle. it's so good. Um they do a Jane Fonda one, but Nice. She uh yeah, it's so good. it's Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. But um the Drew Barrymore one was my absolute favorite, but uh, yeah, talk about a,
0: a story of redemption. Holy <gasps> Hannah! I
2: never knew about it until I listened to this. It was so good, and like I resonated perfectly with it. But mm-hmm. you know, that's a whole other thing. But anyway, Jane Fonda says, and I heard it from her mouth, and she said, "I'm a late bloomer, and that's okay as long as you don't miss the flower show." And I feel like that was a that's, that's a perfect good stuff. right, that's right. Good that's stuff. what I said, and I feel like that theme is great for this because Harry spends all his time being so angry. At mm-hmm. Peter, And then it's to this point where he's like, oh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: God. Well, and, and and Peter has, I mean, what he does is totally, is exactly in response to him losing his uncle. Yeah. Everything that, be, that P- Spider-Man did. Spider-Man exists because his uncle got killed. Yep. And now he's coming face-to-face with the man who he finds out was pulled the trigger. So everything's all fresh. Everything's yep. all back- Face forward,
2: especially considering he thought it was a different person. Yeah, and, and so, so is his whole,
0: so yeah, his whole worldview is different, and he still, he still has the capacity to forgive. Yeah, we all have people in our lives. I have people in my life right now that I struggle with the forgiving them. Me too. They've been wronged, <laughs> and I at least want to find peace with what happened. You don't have yeah. to forgive them, but you can find peace. And I think that's what really peter did he yeah. found peace with it and he may made like i yeah, forgive you he will never forget this no but he found peace with it
2: absolutely
0: and and flint marco flying away in the wind uh! just he you, you <laughs> know that he's somewhere you know hoping that he's he's doing good yeah and you want he, he's not no longer a villain he is I mean, as long as he doesn't do anything to hurt anybody, yeah. I hope he's out there somewhere doing good. Same. And I think that we should all just <laughs> to be, you know, we're all <laughs> the, the the phrase that people throw away is that we're, we're all trash people. <laughs> and <laughs> at best we can do is just be the best trash people we can be. <laughs> <I've never laughs> I don't that. know. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so good. Krista, from a, a personal standpoint, I am just thrilled that you came on the show today. I had we so much say, fun. I hope you did. I uh, I think
2: it was more fun than I expected it to be. Oh, and good. I'm like in it. I'm so happy right no, now. Yeah. Uh
0: I, I am too. I'm I'm so gr- grateful for you to, to be on the show today. You. I'm glad we had to share this experience. And I didn't think that I personally didn't think I would hit as much of a of, of an emotional, I think op- almost like personal awakening from a a, a arguably terrible Spider Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> and to really, uh, and I don't know if, what your take is on
2: that. If well, you, and I'm, I'm obviously, I was you, obviously watching it for, you know, cause I'm, I knew I was coming on this and I'm like, okay, I oh need yeah, to figure out where you. we're going with yeah. this. But at the same time, I didn't realize that it was going to be, you know, this piece and, and me realizing a lot of things about myself when I'm like, I'm like, you don't put your, your husband first. You don't put your wife first. Mm-hmm. You put yourself first because otherwise you can't be there for them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we watched that happen with Peter and Mary exactly. Jane. But, yep. you know, I, I learned a you lot about that. put your myself. oxygen mask on first. Exactly. It's yeah. such the, it's the best analogy ever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's it that's absolutely what it is. You can't take care of anybody else and take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as RuPaul says, if you don't love yourself, can't love nobody else. Can I get it? An amen? Mm-hmm.
0: And you can love yourself and not be all about yourself. Oh, my God! You can still love yourself and not be emo, Peter Parker. Absolutely. You can be regular <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, let's be regular. So. Uh, thank you so much again, Krista. I can't. Thank well, you thank you enough. so thank much you, for you, having me you. on. And thank you guys uh, for listening. Um, I hope you found uh, Spider-Man Three is enlightening and um, uh, personally awakening, as as I did, <laughs> and I believe Krista did too. Yeah.
2: If you if you have um, if you haven't watched it in a while, or if you watched it before you listen to this, go watch it again after listening to this. Because yes, I think so, your view will be changed a little bit. Venom,
0: Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> spider-man three just, um just do it all just just do it um well thank you so much uh chris again thank you guys for listening um i love you all so very much uh you can remember if you're gonna have a rewind you might as well be kind uh my name is joey thank you so much uh see you next time